and this is Rachel. In this episode, we'll be talking about community resources. As advocates, a big part of our job is providing resources to survivors and supporting them through decision-making processes. Fortunately, there are a lot of great resources for survivors in our community. As advocates, we are often asked about resources located here in Fort Collins, as well as other areas in Colorado. We wanted to put together this episode to help shed some light on a few of the organizations we often refer survivors to, especially since a lot of students aren't on CSU's campus right now. We know that just because survivors aren't physically with us doesn't mean that intimate partner violence disappears. WGAC advocates are always willing to do research to help tailor to each person's situation and needs, or help connect folks to other advocates closer to them, especially with COVID-19 causing a lot of students to temporarily leave Fort Collins. There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to trauma, so we help survivors get connected to relevant resources for their situation. Just like most things, a lot of survivors' experiences don't fit neatly into one category. Some survivors have experienced childhood sexual abuse and relationship violence, while others have experienced stalking and sexual assault. And while some of these services might target one specific area of relationship violence, that shouldn't invalidate the complexities of your experiences. Today, we'll be focusing on a couple local and regional organizations here in Colorado who provide resources to victims and survivors of different types of gender-based violence. Throughout this podcast, you will notice how each organization plays a unique and important role when it comes to combating gender-based violence. To start with, we'll focus on some of the resources here in Fort Collins, and then move to our neighboring counties in the Denver metro area. We want to make note, due to COVID-19, some of the programs we'll mention might not be operating as usual. And because of this, we recommend calling an organization to see if a specific program you might be interested in is running as normal. Links to all the resources we'll be talking about are available in the podcast description. Interpersonal violence may impact daily life, whether it happened recently or many years ago. There may be long-term and short-term impacts of sexual violence on overall health and well-being. Each survivor reacts to sexual violence in their own unique way. So let's jump right in with an organization I've worked closely with for a few years. The Sexual Assault Victim Advocate Center, also known as SAVA, is located here in Fort Collins, as well as Loveland and Greeley. Similar to our victim assistance team, SAVA provides a free and confidential 24-7 rape crisis line where advocates can provide crisis intervention and help survivors navigate the medical and legal processes. SAVA specifically focuses on survivors of sexual assault, serving as the only rape crisis center in Larimer and Wilds County. Another cool thing about SAVA is that they provide therapy services on an income-based sliding scale. In addition to helping adult survivors of sexual assault, the Loveland and Greeley office offers play therapy with trained trauma-focused therapists for child survivors. We know that trauma can happen to anyone, regardless of age or other identities. And we love that SAVA provides services to a range of survivors. And if all that wasn't enough, SAVA also does a lot of different types of prevention education. While prevention education might not initially seem like crisis intervention, it's important to disrupt our rape supportive culture and teach about healthy relationships and consent. And SAVA does just that. They have a lot of programs, 
such as their Superworld Empowerment Running Program that helps kids aged 8 to 12 develop positive self-esteem and learn about healthy relationships while training to run a 5K, and their Sexual Assault Resource Team focuses on reducing sexual violence in middle and high schoolers. The Sava Center is open Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. Contact them through their website at www.savacenter.org or their 24-7 hotline at 970-472-4200. Another great organization also located here in Fort Collins is Crossroads Safe House. Crossroads works specifically with survivors of domestic violence. Currently, they serve as the only direct service provider that offers safe housing, legal assistance, advocacy, transitional housing, and education to adults and children, all under one roof. At Crossroads, they offer food, clothing, and support to over 500 shelter residents per year, in addition to providing resources for survivors in the community. They are also the largest service provider for victims of domestic violence in all of Northern Colorado. Similar to our Victims Assistance Team, Crossroads offers crisis intervention with the Domestic Abuse Response Team, or DART. Their free and confidential helpline can provide services to survivors in 150 languages through a third-party interpretation service. Crossroads also has Spanish bilingual advocates on staff for in-person advocacy as well. DART advocates are on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In addition to their crisis line, Crossroads has a wide variety of services they provide to victims and their immediate family. One of the biggest accommodations they offer is safe housing. The safe house is located in Fort Collins, Colorado, where staff are available around the clock. At Crossroads, survivors can stay in shelter for two to eight weeks at a time. It's important to note that since a lot of survivors return to their abusive relationships for a variety of reasons, there is no limit to the number of stays in the safe house. You can return to shelter if a new incident of interpersonal violence has occurred, such as a new behavior or an escalation of a previous abusive behavior. If you're unsure if you qualify, we recommend talking to a Crossroads advocate or a WGAC advocate. Each family is given their own bedroom, while having support of other residents through shared living, dining, and children's play. In most recent years, Crossroads has been shifting their services to be more inclusive. They now offer gender-neutral restrooms, living spaces, and have tailored many of their forms to include inclusive language. Due to limited space and the need for safe housing, we recommend calling to check in about space ahead of time. One of the unique things about Crossroads is that they also offer legal advocacy and representation as a part of their services. Hey Rachel, what's the difference between meeting with a legal advocate and meeting with an attorney? That's a great question. We actually get this question frequently from survivors. And while the WGAC advocates are able to provide advocacy around a lot of topics, including legal advocacy, a lot of organizations have separate advocates for specific needs. Legal advocates are folks who can help assist survivors in navigating the legal system by accompanying and supporting them through their own decisions, but are not able to give legal advice. For example, a legal advocate can help walk a survivor through the process of getting a restraining order and help them understand what to expect. Or they could accompany a survivor to a court hearing so their survivor has a friendly face and a support person they can rely on during such a stressful situation. An attorney, on the other hand, is hired specifically to offer legal advice to their client. 
They are qualified and licensed to represent a client in a court of law or with legal proceedings. Since a legal advocate cannot give legal advice, if a victim is needing legal representation or has specific legal questions, advocates would refer the survivor to the Bringing Justice Home program through Crossroads. Bringing Justice Home is a separate program of Crossroads that assists eligible domestic violence, sexual assault, dating violence, and stalking survivors by providing no-cost bilingual civil legal representation. While there are some limitations in their service, talking to a legal advocate can help you determine if these services can be helpful to you in your situation. Bringing Justice Home is a team of attorneys who directly serve Larimer and Weld counties. Crossroads offers support groups, which are designed to evoke positive communication skills while also developing and practicing healthy coping mechanisms. A majority of these support groups are only offered to residents who are currently living in the safe house but there are some available to folks in the community. Similar to Sava's sexual assault resource team, Crossroads has a high school peer education program called Time to Talk, which focuses on promoting healthy relationships in addition to other youth programming. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Safe House, you can visit their website at www.crossroadssafehouse.org or give them a call at their hotline at one 888 541-7233. Similar to Crossroads Safe House, Alternatives to Violence, or ATV, is a nonprofit that provides free and confidential emergency housing in their safe house. They also provide advocacy, case management, and referrals to other resources. Alternatives to Violence is located nearby in Loveland and primarily serves folks who have been impacted by domestic violence, sexual violence, and human trafficking. ATV recognizes that healing from trauma takes time and looks different for different folks, which is why they have case management and advocacy services to help connect survivors to relevant resources. Here at the WGAC, we strive to provide intentional and relevant services to the survivors we work with. And it's great to see ATV being intentional in working with survivors too. Alternatives to Violence was initially started as a support group for survivors of domestic violence way back in 1982 and has continued to offer free support groups for survivors of violence. The groups provide a place for folks to be in community with other survivors and talk about their personal experiences, in addition to talking about topics such as why abuse happens, how to set boundaries, and self-care. We know how important it is for survivors to take care of themselves during the healing process. And support groups are a fantastic way to not only connect with others, but to connect with yourself. Speaking of connecting with yourself, just this year, ATV started providing counseling services for residents staying in their safe house. While counseling services are not yet something ATV can offer to all survivors who access their services, they are willing and able to connect folks to counseling professionals in the community who offer their services on a sliding scale and or accept Medicaid. And just like a lot of other organizations we are talking about, ATV recognizes the importance of education in changing our culture. They provide presentations about domestic violence, sexual assault, and human trafficking to schools, communities, and professional groups. Alternatives to Violence is open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Thursday and 9 a.m. until noon on Fridays. You can check out their website at www.alternativestoviolence.org or call their crisis line at 970 880 one zero zero zero. 
There are so many great organizations here in Northern Colorado who are fighting for the same goal, living in a country free of gender-based violence. Courtney and I just brushed the surface with many of these organizations. We encourage you to visit their websites or call their hotlines to learn more. And now we'll be moving from Northern Colorado resources to talking about a couple organizations located in the Denver metro area. So let's jump right in. The Blue Bench was started in 1983, serving as the only rape crisis hotline in the Denver metro area. Fast forward to now, 37 years later, Blue Bench offers counseling services, self-defense classes, case management services, prevention programming, and male-specific counseling groups. Similar to the Sava Center, the Blue Bench works solely with victims and survivors of sexual assault. This grassroots nonprofit now serves nine counties throughout the Denver metro area, including Denver, Arapahoe, Douglas, Lincoln, Elbert, Jefferson, Gilpin, Broomfield, and Adams counties. The Blue Bench started a campaign, aptly called the Blue Bench Campaign, which aims to place at least 40 physical blue benches at schools, businesses, and government agencies as a way of identifying those who are committed to ending sexual violence in their community. The mission of the campaign is to provide survivors with a tangible symbol of that commitment. When survivors see a blue bench in their neighborhood or community, they can be reassured that it is a place where they can come as they are and feel supported and believed. Thank you for bringing up the Blue Bench campaign, Rachel. It's important to us at the Women and Gender Advocacy Center that survivors, no matter where they are on campus, know that we're here for them. In the spring of 2018, a Colorado State University student wrote a letter to the then-president, Dr. Tony Frank, asking if the university would join the Blue Bench campaign and host a spot for the bench. Dr. Frank has always been very supportive of survivors of interpersonal violence and agreed to donate money to join the campaign. As a result of this student's activism, our campus now has its own blue bench located right outside the Lori Student Center next to the Women and Gender Advocacy Center satellite office. When it comes to prevention programming, the blue bench has a very similar outlook as the other organizations we've talked about do. They believe the conversation should start at a young age and teach children about consent and healthy relationships. At Blue Bench, they offer a wide variety of prevention workshops, ranging from middle and high school level all the way up to college and universities. They even have workshops specifically for businesses, bars, music venues, and employees to train them on the resources and by center intervention techniques. If you are in the Denver metro area and want to attend a workshop, are seeking services as a primary or a secondary survivor, or just want to learn more, their website is www.thebluebench.org. You can also call the Blue Bench at their 24-hour sexual assault hotline at 303-322-7273. Moving to End Sexual Assault, also known as MESA, is a rape crisis center located in Lafayette and provides their services to Boulder and Broomfield County here in Colorado. Similar to WGAC advocates, MESA has victim advocates who provide in-person advocacy, give information about medical care, make referrals for legal advice, and will support victim during a SANE exam. If you're interested in learning more about what a SANE exam is, check out my episode on sexual assault nurse examinations. If you or someone you know has been sexually assaulted in Boulder or Broomfield County and are in need of a SANE exam, call Moving to End Sexual Assault and get in touch with an advocate and they can meet you at a number of hospitals. It is important for our listeners to know that not every hospital has the equipment or funding to provide exams for survivors. 
It can be helpful for survivors to talk to an advocate prior to going to a hospital to ensure that a hospital offers that service. If you're curious about SANE exam options here in Larimer County, we recommend talking to an advocate from the WGAC or SAVA. MESA also offers a wide variety of support groups to survivors who are looking for a sense of community through their personal healing journey. These support groups can range from 6 to 12 weeks and are located in Lafayette or Longmont. If you are interested in holistic healing services, MESA also offers acupuncture, trauma-informed massage therapy, and yoga classes for adults. Like a lot of other resources, MESA is working hard not only to focus on intervention, as they believe that prevention plays an important role in shifting our current rape-supportive culture. Similar to Sava and Crossroads, MESA has a high school peer education program called Peers Building Justice which focuses on educating youth about interpersonal violence in promoting social justice. Another youth program is called Men to Strengths Club, which gets the conversation started with young men about masculinity, healthy relationships, and how to combat against gender-based violence. Lastly, MESA offers training to the community to educate about bystander intervention and strives to empower community members to better support victims and survivors of sexual assault. Their website is www.movingtoendsexualassault.org. Moving to End Sexual Assault has a 24-hour sexual assault hotline, which you can call at 303-443-7300. They have victim advocates available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They also have a podcast, Sex by Innovation Only, which discusses sexual violence in our community and nation. Follow their series and download episodes on Podbean. Another really amazing organization is Hasea, located in Colorado Springs and serving survivors in El Paso County. They serve native survivors of relationship violence and trafficking in a culturally inclusive and appropriate way. Hasea's vision, quote, is that every American Indian slash Alaska Native woman will be treated with respect, honored as a sacred being, and have a safe and peaceful life, end quote. With four out of five Native women being survivors of intimate partner violence, having a culturally relevant resource specifically dedicated to healing is so important. In addition to providing resources and advocacy to indigenous survivors of intimate partner violence and domestic violence, including educational materials about abusive relationships, stalking, and personal sovereignty, Hasea has a lot of really awesome programs. One of them is an indigenous healing garden, which is an outdoor space for survivors and their families to come together, challenge the isolation that is common in a lot of abusive relationships, and connect with the land. This quiet space allows for connecting with oneself and family members, reflection, and socialization with other survivors. They also hold some support groups in their garden. In addition to their outdoor space, Hasea provides traditional cultural healing options, safety planning, and advocacy. Their website also has a lot of great information about consent, sex trafficking, and the rights guaranteed by the Victim Rights Act. You can check out all this information on their website www.haseya.org or give them a call at 719-600-3939. Their website also has the numbers listed for other native helplines, so it's a great place to find a lot of really useful information. Changing gears here a little bit, we'd like to talk about the Wings Foundation, located in Lakewood, Colorado, a suburb of Denver. 
So far, we've mostly been talking about organizations that support adult survivors of intimate partner violence. The Wings Foundation, however, focused specifically on survivors of childhood sexual abuse. Their mission is to break the cycle and heal the wounds of childhood sexual abuse by providing education, advocacy, and support to survivors, secondary survivors, providers, and community members. While they focus on survivors of childhood abuse, WINGS services mainly on survivors who are 18 or older. WINGS recognizes that healing from trauma is not only a journey that takes time, but a hard process that takes a lot of bravery and strength to go through. Because of this, they offer resources that help survivors move through the various stages of healing, acknowledging that there's not a one-size-fits-all method of recovery. Impressively, WINGS provides 17 therapist-facilitated support groups across the Front Range, from nearby Loveland all the way to Colorado Springs. They range from gender-specific groups, including an inclusive all-gender group, to specialty and skill groups like writing and animal-assisted workshops. They also host groups for secondary survivors and support systems. Most groups meet weekly for two hours, generally between Monday and Friday, and they usually have between seven and 10 participants. By having consistent groups with consistent people, survivors can begin forming a community with other survivors. Since there are so many groups, I won't go into listing the days and times of them, but all that information is listed on their website. It is definitely worth mentioning that unlike a lot of support groups we've talked about today, WINGS has some requirements for their groups. For one, they strongly encourage group participants to be substance-free when attending the group and have no active substance abuse concerns. Second, they require that all support group participants have a therapist they are working with. That being said, they understand that not all therapists are trauma-informed, and even if they are, it doesn't mean it'll be a good fit. They have support specialists that can help navigate the process of finding a therapist and help survivors make empowered decisions about which therapist they work with. Additionally, while their group services are currently limited to Colorado, their support specialists can help survivors find resources in their areas. If you are unsure if groups would be beneficial or you just want to learn more information about them, Wings has a page on their website to help you decide if support groups are right for you at this time. In addition to various support groups, Wings offers workshops, speaking presentations, and trainings to support systems, service providers, and community members to help educate about the impacts of childhood sexual abuse. Wings also created an evidence-based handbook called Survivors and Loved Ones Guide to Healing to help survivors and their loved ones navigate the path of healing. And they have a ton of educational reading material on their website. Part of being a great ally to survivors is educating ourselves about the effects of trauma and how to provide support. And WINGS provides an opportunity to do just that. If you'd like to learn more about the WINGS Foundation or access all of their educational material, you can visit their website at www.wingsfound.org or give them a call at 303-238-8660. Wow, (laughs) we've covered a lot of information here. And amazingly, we could have kept going because there are just so many resources out there both in Colorado and nationally. It's definitely okay if you missed some of what we discussed. And as a reminder, the links to the websites of all the organizations we've talked about today will be in this episode's description. We created this podcast episode to help survivors and allies know about a few of the resources in our local communities. 
But we want you to know that advocates at the WGAC are always available to help you and your support systems find relevant resources for you and your specific situation. We know that sometimes things can feel overwhelming, and we're here to support you. Interpersonal violence violates a person's trust and feelings of safety. It happens to people of all ages, races, genders, sexual orientations, religions, professions, income, and ethnicities. If you or someone you know is affected by gender-based violence and you have additional questions about these services, please call the Victim Assistance Team or get in contact with an advocate at the Women and Gender Advocacy Center. We will provide a space to answer questions and get you or someone you know connected to the right resources. The resources we talked about today are specific to interpersonal violence, and we recognize that many survivors experience additional barriers both in their healing process and accessing services. At the WGAC, we are continually working on providing resources that address some of these barriers. So definitely check out our other podcast episodes to hear about housing, immigration, and other topics we've already covered. And that's it on this episode of We Believe You, advocacy, resources, healing around interpersonal trauma. Please remember that the WGAC is here to provide support to all CSU students 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. To reach an advocate, you can call 970-492-4242. If you had feedback, thoughts, comments, questions, or want to be interviewed for the podcast, please email WGAC at callostate.edu. That's W-G-A-C at C-O-L-O-S-T-A-T-E dot E-D-U. For more information about advocacy in the Women and Gender Advocacy Center, go to www.wgac.colostate.edu. You can also find the WGAC on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. A big thank you to Xavier Hadley for creating the music used in the podcast and to our partnership with KCSU here at Colorado State University. For more KCSU content, go to kcsufm.com. Thank you so much for listening.